0: One, two, tell wall. All right, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers. Welcome to episode 19 of Common Sense Sundays with Gotell to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. And I said it at the top of the, the video feed here, you know, because we, we kind of introduce those separately, always have. Uh, I'm, I'm exhausted. I, I know I've said that before, but I'm, I'm mentally just exhausted, and I'm sure many of you out there listening uh, have an idea of, of why, partly why. I know we've, we've been just exhausted <laughs> for six months now. Many people have, and it, it just continues, and... It's never-ending, but there's other stuff that just... It seems like one thing after another just continues to happen, and we've had it yet again, um, at least in the United States. Uh, for many of us, not everybody in this country, unfortunately, but for many of us, uh seems like the the hits just keep coming. Uh, and we'll get into that. I'm going <laughs> to try to keep it as light as possible today. I do have some light things to talk about, but I, I just... I I, I I We need to... I don't even want to say get serious, but we're going to talk about some things. It's going to get, it's heavy because I think a lot of people right now are are experiencing a heavy mental state and, uh, and we're all going to get through it together, hopefully. All right. We always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes. Before episodes, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. Uh, one of those would be Facebook, Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, we used to go live streams on Facebook. We're no longer doing those, uh, but we do still have the page there. That's going to keep you updated on everything. Again, Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. Uh, also, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search go tell it to the wall, subscribe to our channel. Uh, thank you, Paul. I saw Paul of Zombie Teeth Clothing actually, I guess, finally got around to subscribing to the YouTube. Uh, I noticed that as I was walking into the studio. So thanks, Paul. <laughs> He's going to get a couple shout-outs this episode. <laughs> as he usually does, but there's going to be a couple more for for reasons that we'll get into. Um, you can also follow my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean. That's right, at SoCalSean. Uh, we do have a Twitter if you want to follow it, but I, I, I'm i not a I'm not a Twitter user. And it's funny, like just this past week I was f- flipping through Twitter for something, and I'm going, I don't really care for this. But if you want to follow us at TellTheWallPod... Uh, or at Magic Muppet on Twitter. And of course, we have... Uh, Your one-stop shop for everything I just mentioned, as well as other things, and that would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that one. Check back often. Uh, That's going to link you to all the things I just mentioned, uh, as well as as give you access to things that aren't posted anywhere else. There's exclusive photos, exclusive videos, uh, blog posts, all that kind of good stuff. You're also going to find direct links to actually subscribe to the podcast. Uh, We're on pretty much every podcast platform there is, with the exception of... uh, Sound SoundCloud or whatever they charge additional uh, additional rates to actually host on there. So we don't do SoundCloud, but we're pretty much everywhere else. Uh, and in fact, now that I'm thinking about it, if you are an Amazon Music user, uh, you should see Go Tell to the Wall popping up on Amazon. Really any day now. It might be up there. I didn't check this morning, but it it, it should be uh, once it goes through the entire system. It, you you should find it on Amazon Music if you're one of those people that uses Amazon Music. I I don't know many people that do, but if you do, uh, it will be available on Amazon Music. might be there now, but it should be within the next couple of days, so if, if that's a preferred platform of yours. But make sure you are subscribed uh, on your favorite platform, uh, and, and please share as much as you can because we, we want to continue to grow that audience, uh, and especially right now when, when we have the opportunity and a, and a much more captive audience that we've had for a few months now uh also don't forget our patreon campaign uh please support us financially if you have the means to do so uh or if even if it's not us at go tell it to the wall common sense sundays sean or work live uh support other artists broadcasters whatever it might be you're going to find lots of them on patreon and, and like i've said in the past if if you if there's an artist that you follow a lot or a musician uh there's a good chance they have a patreon now i'm not talking like mark hoppus of blink 182 if that dude's got a patreon i'm going to I'm going to scream a little bit, but I'm talking about the, the lesser-known artists, musicians, broadcasters, that kind of stuff. Go support them on Patreon, even if you're not going to support Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, and our merch merch website, that's right, you can find the merch tab right there on seanaworklive.com. Pick up some common sense fashion. I don't want to call it fashion. It's it's merch. It, it's swag. It's it's t-shirts. It's hoodies. It's that kind of stuff. Uh, get yourself a nice Go Tell It to the Wall mug. You know, every everybody needs a... A go tell to the wall mug. I've got one here. Although, like I've said in the past, this mug is an exclusive uh, that I got from Stupid Rad Merch. We're gonna mention Stupid Rad Merch again uh, as we get into some entertainment news. All right, moving along here. Still not live streaming, uh, but that's coming soon. We're just working on some, working through some equipment difficulties here in the studio uh, and once we do get that done we will we will be back to live streaming in the meantime make sure you're subscribing and and watching the videos after the fact uh, you're, you're getting all the same content we're just not you're not watching it live uh, and like I've said the past one or two episodes you're getting a much higher production quality now it's just we have to now translate that higher production quality into streaming and nothing is easy in this world I think if I was like 22 it'd be easy I'd be like it's just like it's ingrained into uh, millennials and I don't mean that in a bad way it's just like (laughs) kids learn coding in school these days like we didn't ah, we didn't learn coding my my, the computer that I learned on uh when I was in uh middle school was an apple 2e yeah yeah that's what I learned on all the and uh, here's the millennials out there again no and no no ill will but the millennials are like oh yeah apple 2e Oregon Trail (laughs) yes Oregon Trail (laughs) Everybody knows about Oregon Trail, no matter how old you are. It's one of those those kind of anomalies, and everyone's like, "Oh, Oregon Trail!" You see T-shirts and all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, but we will be back to to live streaming uh, hopefully soon, as soon as we can work through all of these issues in the studio. And if you want us back to live streaming sooner than later, support us on Patreon. You're gonna find that link right there on Uh Last song playing. Last song playing. Uh, four is in the home stretch right now. That is that tournament is gonna be ending. I believe tomorrow they were they are down to the last four. They were down to the last four bands uh, yesterday, so now might be down to three, and going to be down to the last two very shortly here. So if, I've mentioned it a few times before, but make sure you head over to Facebook. Uh, it, you'll find the link to the Facebook group directly in. Uh, Go tell facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall so it should be easy for you to get to go support the end of that tournament last song playing four. Uh, but as I mentioned previously uh, there is last song playing five it's an all acoustic tournament that is coming very soon that's actually going to kick off this week I believe I have to double check with Wayne the exact day that that's going to kick off Uh, but we have shot another preview video for that had a lot of fun with it I enjoy I really enjoy these preview videos and finding new bands and everything else and, and it's great to find new music in that way and also support these lesser-known musicians uh, so keep an eye out for that we will be sharing everything on facebook.com/ go tell it to the wall uh, there's technically a video but w- we haven't shared that on socials yet it's just up so that uh, that Wayne Smith's music can actually uh, utilize that for some of their pre-promotion but keep an eye out for that we'll, and we'll be talking about it a few times you'll see some posts you'll see all kinds of good stuff in that video obviously. And Zombie Teeth Podcast, new episodes from the great, talented Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing and Zombie Teeth Podcast. Uh, if you haven't caught up with, with the episodes, I mean, you should be all caught up. Make sure you're subscribed on Spotify. Like I say, support these podcasts and these broadcasters that you really like, uh, whether you're doing it financially or just, it's it's free to subscribe. All, all of this right here, this Go Tell It to the Wall, comment, it's free. 100% free. You can just get it. Uh, and so it, it, it doesn't cost you anything to actually subscribe and share and make sure you're subscribing and, and staying up to date on, uh, on Go Tell Us The Wall, but also on, on other podcasts that are friends of ours. And I will say with Zombie Teeth Podcast, the new episodes are Smelly from No NoFX, uh, the drummer from No Effects. if you're not familiar with that. And also Amy Gabba uh, and the Almost Famous is the most recent um, interview on Zombie Teeth Podcast. And I will say if you listen to the most recent episode with Amy Gabba... There's a little bit of a tribute to "Go Tell It to the Wall" and to myself, and uh, thank you so much to Paul Smith uh, for that one. I heard it, and I, I kind of laughed, cried at the same time, cried tears of happiness. But it was it it was it was a very very good moment for me to see uh, see Paul Smith kind of co opting uh, my opening, but uh, but nonetheless uh, showing it showing us some love here at "Go Tell It to the Wall," uh, and and of course you're going to get great interviews on there. That's I always say that about "Go Tell It to the Wall." I'm not ta- this is me. Like yelling at a wall, like not talented. We don't have talented people on this podcast. It's just it's me spouting common sense. You're gonna get a lot more talented people on podcasts like Zombie Teeth, uh, podcast, or even in Last Song Playing. These are actually talented artists, not not talentless hacks like myself who sit in a studio and yell at a wall and think that it's <laughs> think that people enjoy it. The five people that do enjoy it. All right, let's move on to some digital trends here. Uh, we're gonna get serious with digital trends because I, I just want to be serious about a few things that are happening and, and just share my passion with you and it's going to fall on a lot of deaf ears but hopefully even if a couple people can relate then 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 that'll be helpful to them but before we get into those more serious digital trends I do want to share this one with you hashtag farting sounds this is the butyl the butyl the the beauty uh, of social media and 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 kind of the ways that people are able to 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 bend algorithms I, I saw this trending hashtag farting sounds, like farting, yeah, like passing gas, and, and I was like, what the hell is going on, I figured something happened in, in the pop culture world that that spawned this this hashtag, no, there was actually an account that decided they wanted to get hashtag farting sounds uh, trending on Twitter, and sure enough, somehow they did it, uh, with everybody sharing it and everything, and then here's here's me at Go Tell It to the Wall, uh, continuing that sharing unnecessarily, but this one, not only did I find it amusing uh, just just from the power of, of social media algorithms, but I, I actually was able to relate to this because as I was scrolling through, someone said, you know, when you're sitting on a Zoom call and, and you move in your chair and there's a certain sound that comes out and you're like, I swear to God, it's my chair. Farting sound. I have one of the worst chairs on the face of the earth and every time I move, it squeaks. I got to get a new chair. Uh, so I I related a little too much to that because I went, oh yeah, no, I pretty sure every every episode you just hear a little bit of like, it's the chair, I swear, that's podcasting DIY podcasting. So check that one out. All right, now to get a little more serious, uh, hashtag earthquake. Uh, for those of you that live in Southern California, you might have had a little shaky shaky there on Friday night. Uh, I've lived in California the majority of my life. Uh, over 30 years, I've lived in California. I've lived in Los Angeles uh, longer than I've lived I- anywhere else, uh, in- including all of Southern California, because I-, I did spend a lot of time in. Um, I grew up pretty much grew up in San Diego, which is you know south of Los Angeles. Uh, so I've been around quite a few earthquakes in my time. Uh, I did live. I was still living in San Diego during the Northridge quake. And most people know what the Northridge quake. Uh, is is was that was the early '90s? I was in San Diego for that, so I wasn't super close to the epicenter for Northridge. Northridge is is much closer to Los Angeles than uh, than it is to San Diego. It's actually north of Los Angeles for those of you that aren't familiar with with Southern California. Uh, so I've been through a lot of these, and and I think I, I'm I'm the same as a lot of people that have lived in Southern California for a certain amount of time, and and you become numb. Uh, to earthquakes, you know, I, I really don't feel them most of the time. In fact, my wife will jump up sometimes when she's feeling an earthquake and I'm like, what, what's going on? She's like, earthquake. I'm like, oh, all right, there's an earthquake happening. Usually I go into my kitchen. I see the, the, I got a hanging pot rack thing and if the pots are moving a little, it's like, oh yeah, no, there's an earthquake happening. Well, like I said, on Friday night, there was some shaky, shaky here in Los Angeles. Uh, this one I felt I was sitting on the couch with my wife and this, this was a decent sized quake. Uh, 4.6 or 4.8 i don't know what the final rate of uh, you know the final reading on it was but it's somewhere around there and it was about seven miles from where i live so we had a good shake and you might have seen hashtag earthquake trending uh, on the social platforms especially if you live in or around southern california because that was a good shake and uh and it's kind of just goes you know fires earthquakes the death deaths of important you know political figures this is it's been a rough uh, few days for for many of us, uh, especially here in Southern California. Depending which side of the aisle you fall on, it's been it's been rough. And uh, and and that one got me on Friday night. That one got me. I jumped off the couch. I I, I told my wife to run back and check on my daughter. My daughter, my three year old, slept through it. Slept through the damn thing. Uh, but I was definitely a little bit on edge after that. So if you're wondering why hashtag earthquake is trending on social platforms, that's why. We got a good good shaky shaky there on Friday night. Uh, all right, hashtag comeback California. We're going to talk some California, apparently, this week, because that's, that's, there's just a lot of California news. Uh, this one's trending, and it's actually a conservative movement in California. I've talked about this before on the podcast. For those of you that live outside of California or aren't really familiar, uh, you know, with California, a little more in-depth, it's touted as this, like, liberal paradise, and to an extent it is. I don't think I could live in anywhere else, especially right now. Uh, I really outside of los angeles i I don't know that i can and, and the reason i say that is because the outside perception is that california is this liberal you know the land of fruit fruits and nuts and all this other stuff and and it is to an extent the the the, the politicians here the government here is is very liberal very progressive but it's not 100 percent. and as you can see by stuff like this hashtag comeback california uh People are trying to to start this movement to bring conservative politics like back to California. And, and don't get me wrong. These things have existed here. Ronald Reagan is from California. <laughs> you know, I we don't talk politics here on the podcast too much. But sometimes we have to inject it with common sense. And this is one of those situations because and this is where I'm going to leave it with this hashtag Comeback California. I guarantee the majority of the people that are sharing this hashtag and are saying we got to bring conservative conservatism. Vi, see, I can't even say the fucking word we got to bring conservative politics back to california and all this others these are the same people that sit there and they see people kneeling uh during the national anthem or they see people complain uh, about the, the white house and the administration they're the same people that say if you don't like it in this country leave so to those people that are saying this come back california hashtag come back california you don't like it in california leave don't let the door hit you on the way out that that's where i am because you know what I, nobody's perfect nowhere is perfect but I love my state and I'm really sick of people shitting on it for no reason because you have differing views on politics. The bottom line is the progressives and liberals in this country care about other people. the con- or In the state, rather, care about other people. And the conservatives, as we can see from the protests and everything else that's been happening in the state from the conservative side, they don't care about people. They just don't. All right, hashtag RIPRBG. Uh, Friday was a rough one in my house. Uh, my, my wife did not handle it well. I thought I was handling it well and then did not. Uh, I did not. I, I, I am I am not too masculine to admit that uh, I broke down for a few on Friday uh, with the news of, of the incomparable uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg passing away. And like I said, we don't talk politics here on this podcast. We inject it with common sense. And this is a common sense situation where we are seeing protections uh, for minorities, for, for people that you or I care about, people in our family, our friends, whatever it might be, and we're seeing the possibility that those rights could be eroding in the very, very near future. We've seen it already for years with this administration, uh, and now we have lost another line of defense against administ- the administration taking those rights away. Uh, so yeah, I-, I broke down for a little while, uh, but then I found myself with a, with a renewed motivation because I told myself uh, the great Ruth Bader Ginsburg wouldn't she wouldn't want us to despair here. She'd want us to be motivated. She would want us uh, to take this moment a- a- and turn it into to something good. And that's what we all need to do, regardless of where you fall politically. It's not about politics and this side of the aisle or that side of the aisle. It's about equal rights for your family, your friends, your wife, your daughters, your mother. And yeah, I say that because Ruth Bader Ginsburg was a huge proponent of, of, of rights for women. And we're gonna gradually see that erode now unless we can do something. And this is where we all need to be motivated. You can still you can be a little bit sad, but take that sadness and turn it into anger. Not not yelling anger, but anger and motivation. Motivation to make this country the way it should be. Motivation to to change the world. And that's what we can do. I remember being a kid in the 80s. We were all brainwashed in the 80s. This is the greatest country on the face of the earth. And then we look back and say, was it? Was it? No. We could have done better. This, The United States of America got a big head. And now the citizens of this country are paying for it. And that's what's happening here. And especially those that fall into a minority group. Which I don't. I'm a white male. I'm a white heterosexual male. And while I didn't grow up with a lot of money, I... I've had privilege my entire life. Others out there aren't so lucky, and we need people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg to step up and be the voice for the, those groups of people. Uh, hashtag fill the seat. The hypocrisy here is, is just absolutely astounding. This, this is black and white. This is common sense. This is what I talk about when I say we inject common sense into politics whenever we talk about these kind of things on Gotel to the wall, whenever I talk about them. And this hashtag, fill the seat, this is people calling for Ruth Bader Ginsburg's seat to be filled right away before the election. For those of you not aware, especially if if, if you don't live in the United States of America, in, in Obama's final year as president, uh, I believe it was February, he tried to select a, a, uh, a someone to fill an empty uh, SCOTA seat, the Supreme Court seat. And the Senate, the Republican Senate at that time said, no, there's no way that we're going to let a president uh, select a, a Supreme Court appointee in an election year. That was February of 2016. Now those same, literally the same senators, the same politicians, literally, you there are there is tape that said we will not do this, you cannot do this, are now saying that Trump should be able to fill this seat right away we were in February of 2016 months and months and months before the election February to November we are now in September and they want to fill it the hypocrisy is absolutely astounding that's all it is this is black and white you can there's no argument here you can't just you can't change the narrative to fit your political party and that's what Republicans are constantly trying to do. I'm not a Democrat. I'm obviously, not a Republican. But we can all step back, look at this, and see how ridiculous this whole thing is. Literally on tape. <sighs> Hashtag COVID idiots. Uh, basically, my, feel- my feelings still. There are two different worlds that we live in. And I'm seeing a lot of people, this, this is that COVID exhaust, exhaustion that we've talked about, we're going to talk a little bit more about it, but I, I wanted to point out this particular hashtag, is going on social platforms, and you see everyone's out there partying, having fun, uh, and then there are some people that are still at home, and we're just in two completely different worlds, and it's so hard for me to wrap my head around, um, and, and I'm still being vigilant, and in fact, as we talk about some, some COVID updates, uh... The exhaustion is incredibly high, but like I said, I'm still being as vigilant as I can. And for me, the, the worst part is uh, if, if I have, have been so cautious for six months and then, and then you know, let down my guard for an hour and suddenly get it, what was the point of that six months? I mean, we we're, we're helping others and we were flattening the curve, but we haven't done a good enough job flattening the curve. And in fact, now we are seeing the second wave. Now we're seeing the second wave that's that it's coming. We knew it was coming. We knew it was coming in the fall, and then if, you, if, if you're in the UK uh, or if you have friends in the UK like I do, you're seeing that there's parts of the United Kingdom that are about to go into lockdown once again, and and if you think that means that, we're, that the United States is not going to go into lockdown again, you are crazy. You're absolutely crazy. It's just a matter of time. This is the second wave, uh, and we still have to continue to be village, vigilant. That, that's all you can do is just be vigilant. It's not a hoax. People are still people are still calling it a hoax. That's what's so amazing to me that people can still sit there and say it's a hoax. Like the entire world is in on this hoax. All these college football teams that have had outbreaks, they're in on this hoax. These professional sports leagues, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, the National Football League, they just they're just giving up on millions of dollars because it's a hoax. They're closing their stadiums, not letting fans in where they make millions of millions of dollars because it's a hoax. No, (laughs) those greedy, white, rich men that all that own all the NFL teams. That's not it. It's not a hoax. If they thought it was a hoax, they would be pushing to make their millions of dollars, period. That's 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 the only way to look at it. So get out of here with this hoax stuff. I just I can't stand it anymore. in these percentages things and everything else. I like I, I feel like we've talked about it too much here. Uh, at Go tell it to the wall. I don't want to harp on it more. But it, it's astounding to me that there are still people out there who who can say this is a hoax. It's fake. It's not as bad as it seems. It's the flu. Enough. Enough. Your your, your stupidity is showing if if you're one of those people. In fact, there was a minister in Idaho uh, who refused to wear a mask and was praying away the COVID virus. Praying it away, didn't want people wearing masks in his church. Well, now he's in the intensive care unit with COVID. And I don't, I don't feel bad. I don't. Like you brought it on yourself. Finally, Darwinism is is coming back, and uh, and and I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for it. We all need to do better. But if you're not going to do better, and it comes back to bite you, that that's all on you. That's all on you. All right. From a mental health perspective, I have said it's been a rough few days. <laughs> And it really feels like it's just getting worse and worse. I every episode I feel there's something new. You know? Well, we have a heat wave and, and, and rolling blackouts and fires. Well, the the heat waves calmed down, but the fires have gotten worse. Well, the fires have calmed down, I can finally go outside again, but now we have earthquakes and now we have deaths of important political figures. It it does feel like it it it's getting worse and worse and worse. But we can't let that we can't let that get us completely down. Yes, it can. you can You can grieve. Like I said, I broke down on Friday. I, I needed some time. And then I put away a few whiskeys and I got motivated. That's what I did. So you, you can grieve. You need to take care of yourself. There's that self-care. But we also need to maintain our strength. Find strength in these things. And there's such a cliche. There's such a cliche uh, that... It's always darkest before the dawn. And I hate cliches, I really do, but this is one of those situations where we have to, we have to cling to that. We really have to cling to that because that, that's, we need to get to that dawn. And maybe more things are going to hit us. I've been saying it for weeks. It, it's, the COVID is going to get worse before it gets better. Certain things are going to get worse before they get better, including in politics in this country. But we have to have faith that we will get out on the other side. So continue to fight. Don't fight at your own expense. You do need to take care of your mental health. You absolutely do need to take care of your mental health, but don't 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 give up. Don't give up. Take care of yourself and fight in the ways that you can. Choose your battles. That's 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 all we can do at this point. Choose your battles. And know that we are going to hit that dawn at some point. For the love of God, I hope it's at least for our children. All right, speaking of children from a parenting standpoint. Uh finally a break in the weather like I said and the smoke. So my kid has been able to uh to actually go outside again. So that's been nice. I I'm, I'm able to finally get some energy out of that kid cuz uh she she has hit another quarantine wall, I th- I think you could say. Um but fortunately with the weather cooling down a bit and the and the smoke, I mean the fires are still raging here, please, you know, send positive thoughts to the West Coast, but the the atmosphere at least around los angeles has has gotten breathable you can walk outside without without choking uh on smoke it's really all up and down the coast it's gotten a little better despite the fact that we are still fighting fires going to be fighting fires here in california for the next couple months this is this is part of fire season uh, so it's it, but it's still a challenge to to entertain uh to entertain kids and 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 i, I I don't even have an answer for everyone out there, especially if you just have one kid at home. I remember when quarantine first started, a friend, a friend I know from high school who has two kids, two or three kids, I can't remember, uh, but multiple kids, had said, "What do what do parents with one kid do? Like at least if you have multiple kids, the kids can play together." You know, I have another, I have another, some other friends that they have two kids and they and like they have a big backyard so they just like let the let the kids go play you know and they kind kind of entertain each other uh but then like in my house we only have one kid so i've got to constantly entertain the kid which is fine i don't mind spending time but it's finding uh new things to kind of do that are just in the house cuz can't really can't really go anywhere um and that's that's going to be a I mean, that's a challenge even when we're not all stuck inside uh, so i feel for you if 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 you're also dealing with this uh With this right now, or really just in general. Uh, And today, just to update you on how toddlers are, uh, today my my three-year-old got mad at some bubble wrap. She started yelling at the bubble wrap because uh, she couldn't, I don't even, I still don't even understand what she was saying. She wanted me to open the bubble wrap. Don't even know what that means, but she does love bubble wrap. She sits there popping it, uh, but got very mad at the bubble wrap today that's what three-year-olds do. So for those of you don't, that don't have kids, uh, that's the joy of, of having a toddler at home is uh, they will get frustrated and start yelling at things like bubble wrap. You know, it happens. And uh, and like I said last episode, it's getting better, but my, my kid has taken to saying uh, God damn it" quite a bit. So that's fun. <laughs> a lot of fun. <laughs> like and i, I try tried to that's the thing is i'm not one of those people that's going to be like no you cannot use these kind of words but as a, a three year old can't be saying these these kind of words around other three year olds and and whatnot and so you got to kind of break those habits all right one thing i want to get serious with from a parenting perspective is september is childhood cancer awareness month for those of you not not aware of it uh, it is childhood cancer awareness month september is like 15 different things suicide prevention awareness month uh, uh, latino american heritage it's it's all kinds of Ridiculous things. I don't mean ridiculous in a bad way. It's just they packed a lot of awareness month and history month into September, and one of them is uh, childhood cancer awareness month. That's the thing. The thing with childhood cancer is, I would say the majority of people, especially at a certain age, maybe if you're in your 20s, you're not getting affected by it as much. But w- once you hit a certain age, and, and you have friends and, and colleagues who have kids, uh, there's a chance that that somebody you know has has been touched by childhood cancer. I I know multiple people personally. Uh, that, that have had to go through this with their children. And it, and it's very personal for me, not fortunately, uh, not because I've had to deal with it with my kids uh, or really anyone in my my family, um, but it is personal to me be, be, because I have friends that have dealt with it. And also, uh, I used to spend time volunteering at Children's Hospital Los Angeles, and that's why I'm bringing this up. There are plenty of hospitals out there, and you, I'm sure you see St. Jude's commercials on on TV and everything, uh, that do a lot of work for, for, for childhood cancer, uh, Children's Hospital Los Angeles (CHLA) is one of those. Uh, I used to go volunteer there uh, when I worked at Disney. I competed on the Disney Tri Team. We did we do triathlons. Uh, specifically, there's one in Malibu every year. Uh, that's a it's a big triathlon. Quite a few celebrities go out there. Uh, quite a few entertainment companies, studios, corporate you know other corporate entities go out there and they compete as teams. Uh, it's quite the big event. They do this every year in September the race happens. Now obviously this year uh, they are not able to to do the actual race and they're not able to bring in triathletes to, to volunteer at the hospital and lift kids' spirits uh, because you can't just have a bunch of people walking through a hospital with, with the environment we're currently in. Uh, so I bring that up because if you're someone that's been touched by this or cares about it, look into an organization like Children's Hospital Los Angeles, CHLA, uh, St. Jude's, uh, many other organizations out there don't just give to some organization nonprofit that you know throws pink stuff around i'm talking about the real hospitals that are making a difference that are saving children uh, there's plenty of those organizations out there and uh, and and support that especially right now because uh, uh, like i said CHLA children's hospital uh, they're not getting as much funds this year because this triathlon can't happen now they're doing a virtual triathlon there is still some fundraising they are getting some funds uh, but you know it's not going to be near as much uh, as it usually is during September and during the, you know, preparing for the triathlon, doing the fundraising and, and these, these athletes going into volunteer at, at children's hospital. Uh, and I'll tell you, you can't, you obviously can't go volunteer right now, but if, if you want to be humbled, um, that, that is one place to just absolutely be humbled is, is walking through a, a children's cancer ward at a hospital. Um, that that's going to really put your life in perspective. It, it really will. Now it, 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 it's not going to be great for you mentally necessarily, um, but, but it it can be and it can't be, so be aware of that. But just know that there's plenty of organizations out there uh, that that still need our help. Uh, you know, you may not see kids out running and playing as much, but the kids that are dealing with this at a young age, they're still in the hospitals. <laughs> they're still there, so they need our help, especially during Childhood uh, Cancer Awareness Month. All right, we're gonna move on to some entertainment news, and then I'm gonna finish it for the week because I'm just, like I said, I'm mentally exhausted. I'm just it's crazy. And we got some. I guess there's all there's new content coming out that that's all coming out this week. I mentioned last song playing and some other stuff. So keep an eye out for that. All right, Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. I finally got around to watching more of this. I'd watched the first episode when it was on YouTube, uh, but if you haven't watched this one, especially if, if you're around my age, if you're an '80s '80s '90s kid, uh, this can be right up your alley. It's wonderfully cheesy. I'm all about it. I've uh, been watching it with my wife, and and probably gonna watch a few more episodes tonight, depending on. How the rest of the day and the evening goes, but check that one out if you haven't. I'm sure, especially if you were like a Karate Kid fan back in the day. Uh, yeah, I I was a kid, went to see Karate Kid three in the movie theater, and it was there was such mania around the Karate Kid franchise that when my cousin and I walked out of the theater, uh, there was a a like a karate dojo that was signing kids up <laughs> for karate lessons. And uh, my cousin and I signed up right then. I think I went to two lessons and got over it. And, and actually, this was in Florida. So then I left Florida, moved to California, and, and no more karate for me. But that that was the hysteria that, that revolved around karate, the Karate Kid franchise at the time. Uh, especially despite the fact that Karate Kid 3 wasn't really that great of a movie. <laughs> if you're not familiar with it. All right, Cursed. I mentioned this a few weeks ago. It uh, actually popped up in, like, a top shows on Netflix to watch during quarantine, but cursed. Uh, this is that show I mentioned. If you're into Arthurian lore uh, and and or are into Frank Miller, uh, this one's going to be right up your alley. I And I will say one thing about this. First episode, you can definitely tell it's Frank Miller. And as you're watching it, you're like, yeah, this is Frank Miller. But I think what happened was they shot the first episode and kind of backed off. I don't even know how to describe it, and not in a bad way. It's just like, okay, now you're settling in. Now we're not just trying to shock with certain, you know, shots and 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 positioning and everything else. So it, it it's an interesting show. Like I said, if if you're a, if you're a King Arthur fan, uh, or and or a Frank Miller fan, this this show is going to be right up your alley. And and like I said, it's been on some like top lists of shows to watch during quarantine. Uh, the Drowns. If you're not familiar with the Drowns, I actually. Um, I've been familiar with them for, for, for a while now, but, uh, now that I've had a little more listening time at home, uh, I've actually spent some more time listening to The Drowns, um, and actually just downloaded their most recent album the other day. Uh, for those of you not familiar with them, they're, they're a band out of Seattle. They've been around for a few years, uh, and they actually have a couple albums, uh, but they did just release their most recent album in, uh, January of this year, January of 2020, right before like not quite right before not right before is in the bomb pops where they released it like the day that we went into lockdown here in california uh but but pretty close to uh when when covid started and when we started going into quarantine and everything else so they obviously haven't been able to tour uh with their album but if you're a fan of that type of music uh definitely check check out the drowns um check them out on on, just follow them on facebook uh you get a lot of info uh from about them from Pirates Press Records. They are on Pirates Press. Uh, they Pirates Press actually put out, uh, exclusively premiered uh, their newest music video a couple weeks ago. So check out The Drowns, like I said. Big fan of them. Uh, kind of added into my regular rotation now because it's right up my alley. Might not be right up your alley, but but definitely give them a listen. See where you stand on that. And speaking of Pirates Press, uh, for those of you familiar with Pirates Press, is a great company. A great, they, you can get, it's a, probably the best place to get records especially if you're in california because the shipping is fantastic through pirates press uh, but they do have they also have band merch and right now there is a sale at pirates press going through the end of the month it's 20 percent off of uh, all outerwear on the website i actually ordered myself uh, a couple of new things the other day because they had the 20 percent off sale so if you are if you're in need of some outerwear this is beanies uh, you know, jackets, sweatshirts, all that kind of good stuff. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I have a an affinity for hoodies. Uh, this is a good place to stock up on some hoodies, especially as we're moving into the, the cooler weather. Although it's funny, I looked at the weather forecast today because I was like, oh, it's finally been cooling off a little bit. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for fall. I'm ready. And then I looked at the 10-day, and it, sure enough, like it's dipping down a little bit, but then we're going to hit back into the 90s in, in like less than a week here, so that should be a lot of fun. <laughs> of course, it's not 116 like we had a few weeks ago, but still warm. I, I'm, I'm ready. Let, let's get the cool weather. I want to give my air conditioning a break. That'll be nice, too. All right, weekend at Fatties. I mentioned this last episode. And uh, since that last episode, uh, we, we came to find that it was pre-recorded. And there was a lot of back and forth about it pre-recorded. And I'll be honest, part of me was like, okay, this is pre-recorded. Now, now, why am I going to buy a, a ticket for this? Uh, but I wasn't, I wasn't, like, really upset. It was more of just like, well, if you pre-recorded this, can I just buy it as a digital download and not have to, like, watch it streaming, you know, and just have it? Um, which I, I was kind of like, okay, maybe I'll get the ticket. But then I saw some clips from it. And this is just for me personally. I'm not going to, this is... The the way this came across, um, I wasn't like I said, I wasn't mad that it wasn't live, but you could see that it was basically a, a very large party thrown at Fat Mike's house, which is again, that's fine. I'm not going to fault anyone for doing these things. We we all have to, we have to get through this in, in our own way. You can only control what you, what you do and and what's going on in in your immediate world, but I, I knew I knew when I saw those clips and and like they had a little trailer cut for it. Uh, that, that it was going to be a little bit anxiety-inducing for me to see the, this this large crowd hanging out. Uh, you know, when I originally saw it advertised, I figured, you know... Even, and I, I honestly didn't think all the bands would be live. Slightly Stupid is from San Diego, for God's sake. Um, so I understand it, but I f- also didn't think it would be a giant party. I thought it would be more of like, you know, a couple of bands and, and maybe you know, just a couple other people there to help out. No, and and again... I'm not gonna fault anyone for getting it. I, I think it's great to support these bands. It only costs $15 to watch a watch a pretty cool concert. For me personally, it was more about the anxiety that I knew I would get from watching this this large crowd hang out and get drunk together. And <laughs> Trust me, I'm not one to I, I enjoy I enjoy a drink myself, but it's just for me personally right now, I'm not getting into large crowds and drinking and, and, and everything else. It's just not worth it. That being said, I wouldn't I'm not faulting do you? I'm not faulting anyone that went to that party, you know, I'm I'm just not, uh, but I will say I'm not the only one that felt this way, because uh, uh, Laura Jane Grace dropped out at the last minute, the lead singer of Against Me, uh, actually flew into Los Angeles, went to the party, uh, and in fact started a sound check, but then got just anxiety from the crowds, uh, and then immediately left and took a red eye out of Los Angeles, and it's like I said, I'm going to say it for like the fifth time. I'm not faulting anyone for going there, but I, I'm also not going to fault someone like Laura Jane Grace for looking at this and being like, this is too much. This is too much for me right now. And, th- and that would have been me. That would have been me even just watching it. Now, you know, like a month or two from now, if it's a digital download, I will probably get that thing and I will watch it. Uh, I, I probably will. Uh, but it's just, there's just something about that, seeing that, you know, and that's, that's just where, where I stood on it. Uh, now, now, that being said, like I always say, support artists. You know, this was money going to these bands that, that played this, this weekend at Fatty's. Uh, so, so, just for me personally, to make up for that, I actually went over to Stupid Brad Merch yesterday and, and bought some new Bad Cop Bad Cop merch uh, because Bad Cop Bad Cop was actually playing the weekend at Fatty's uh, show stream video, whatever you want to call it. Uh, so to give them some, some support financially, I actually ordered the merch knowing that I wasn't going to be able to enjoy watching the stream. It just would have given, me, I would have been a ball of anxiety. Uh, and that's just me personally. That's my own personal mental illness that, that, that I wouldn't have been able to handle it. So, you know, do you, uh, I, I think calm down with the, it wasn't live and all this other stuff. It's like, it's $15. Like it's, it's not, it's not like you're breaking the bank here. It, 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 it you're essentially just supporting these bands that can't be out touring right now. Uh, and to be fair, I also get it with with, with Fat Mike. Uh, because if he'd been live streaming on the date that he advertised for the tickets, you, you might have ended up with a crowd at Fat Mike's. I don't know exactly where he lives, but it's not hard to find out where Fat Mike lives. It's, it's just not. Uh, so th- there's that side of it too. Um, but like I said, Stupid Brad merch. And if, if you're, you're going to ha- only have a few hours left, but Stupid Rad is having a, a nice little discount sale on Bad Cop Bad Cop merch, uh, so check that out. There, there's a code available. I'm not gonna give you the code. Go to Stupid Rad merch, their Facebook page or their Instagram, pull that code if you're a Bad Cop Bad Cop fan and get some Bad Cop Bad Cop merch. Especially if you were like me and didn't want to you know didn't want to buy the stream because it, you just wouldn't be able to watch it. This is another way to to support those bands financially. Uh, so check out that that sale. Uh, that's where I spent my cash, at least this weekend. <laughs> And Pirates Press. Pirates Press was like a few days ago. All right. Uh, On that note, that's going to do it for us. I'm just, I'm, uh, it's been one of those weekends. But like I said, we'll, we'll all come out on the other side eventually. It's just, it might get worse before it gets better. So remember that, Wall fans. And on that note... Uh, This has been episode 19 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Make sure you're following us on Facebook.com slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Also, YouTube. Search Go Tell It to the Wall. Subscribe to our page. And most importantly would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Make sure you have that bookmarked and buy some merch if you want to have some awesome Go Tell It to the Wall merch. Oh, I forgot to mention, new merch should be coming up soon, too. New designs. Now, don't get excited. I say it all the time. I'm, I'm... I'm not Paul Smith of Zombie Teeth Clothing. These are not great designs. This is just supporting GoTel to the wall. So please do that if you have the means to, to do it. Uh, we will be back next week. Same wall place, same wall time. And until then, wall fans, common sensors, social media world, and a podcast consumers, remember, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, and no matter why you are doing it, always, always use common sense.